Hey, it's Monday, July 25th, 2022. We've got a lot of cannabis news today. Federal guidebooks are now covering cannabis. Los Angeles has a plan for cannabis. Illinois is doubling retail stores. South Dakota starting their medical market. We're covering that and more, so get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The National Conference on Weights and Measures voted to approve a measure to include federal guidance on cannabis. Their federal standards handbook will now include a section on cannabis potency measurement, packaging, labeling, along with other issues related to cannabis products. This will be included in their next edition of the National Institute of Standards and Technology Handbook, which will be released in January of 2023. The approved measure recommends that state officials use these guidelines to establish cannabis standards for their prospective jurisdictions. However, these are just recommendations. The individual state departments overseeing their weights and measurements aren't obligated to use these federal recommended standards. And while this move isn't actual legalization progress per se, it is a very positive sign. Including cannabis standards into this federal handbook is another step forward in normalizing the cannabis industry and moving legalization forward. California is the largest cannabis market in the United States. And Los Angeles is one of the largest hubs, as it oversees more than 2,500 different types of cannabis businesses. Because of this, it's always worth looking at how they're operating, as it could be helpful to other jurisdictions. The Los Angeles Department of Cannabis Regulation's executive director for its first five years was Kat Parker. She stepped down from that role earlier this year after frustrating battles with licensing in the city, due to what she said was an underfunded department. The agency has been mired in delays and bureaucratic red tape for years. Since then, Michelle Garakian has stepped into the position, and she's serving as the new L.A. Cannabis Czar. She was a longtime insider at the L.A. Department of Cannabis Regulation and also a former aide to Mayor Eric Garcetti. Recently, Garakian spoke to MJ Biz Daily about her plans to speed up the licensing process by removing bureaucratic red tape and improving communications with operators and applicants. She said, we're really focused on business development and customer service. That's been a core tenant guiding me, in addition to centering social equity in every single one of those tenants. Regarding that business development and customer service, Garakian said they're making many changes to their implementation systems, as well as currently hiring a significant number of new staff to help with this. As for social equity, Garakian said they'll be improving programs there as well. They'll be doing things such as creating and offering new online learning management systems, webinars, coaching consultants, a rental assistance program, career fairs, and a permanent job board at their offices in downtown L.A. When Garakian was asked about how she planned to deal with the unlicensed black market operators, she said it was an urgent matter and that there would be more robust enforcement action going forward. However, she didn't offer insight into how that would be done and even seemed to imply that there wasn't much that they could do. She said that the department asked the L.A. City Council for $10 million to create a fund for enforcement, and that was denied. She also pointed out that her department actually has no authority to enforce the laws regarding unlicensed activity, and they don't have the authority to influence other city agencies on the issue as well. The only option she spoke of was her department's complaint portal, where citizens could provide tips on illegal activity, 
which would then go to the police. She said, but as we know, that's a -a whack-a-mole game. The Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation announced on Friday the tentative winners for the new recreational cannabis retail permits. The department's website lists the names of 185 social equity applicants who were selected. At this time, the licenses will be conditional for a 180-day period where the applicants can begin to build out their dispensaries but not yet begin sales. Also during this period, the applicants should do things like choose locations for their stores, send floor plans to the agency for approval, submit principal officer fingerprints to the state for records, pay licensing fees, and other compliance items. Then after their final approval, the applicants can receive their permits and finally begin sales. Currently, Illinois has 110 adult-use shops and operations. When these new applicants' licenses are finalized and their stores are opened, the state will then have a total of 295 retail cannabis locations in the state, far more than doubling the existing numbers. Close to two years after voters approved medical marijuana legislation in South Dakota, that market is finally expected to open later this week. The state listed approval of 29 cultivators, 11 processors, two testing laboratories, and a total of 69 certified dispensaries. Could be a high number, because as of July 18th, there were only 1,614 medical marijuana patient cards that had been approved so far in the state, which is 23 patients for each retail location. Hopefully the state will begin approving more medical patient applications soon. Dispensaries will open on July 27th. Research and Markets has released information on the global cannabidiol oil numbers, otherwise known as CBD oil. They looked at the combined oils from both hemp and marijuana. Their research showed that the worldwide market is projected to reach $3.7 billion by 2027. The America's CBD oil market was estimated to be $322 million last year, and it's expected to be roughly $405 million this year. They project that it will reach $1.339 billion by 2027. The Asia-Pacific CBD oil market is expected to have the highest growth rate, followed by Europe, Middle East, and the African markets. All over the globe, countries are more and more looking into cannabis legalization. Last week, some European countries held a summit to discuss those prospects. Germany, Luxembourg, Malta, and the Netherlands met in the first of what's expected to be a series of discussions. This could potentially expand to other European countries as well. Steve Rolls, who's a senior policy analyst for Transform Policy Foundation, said in a tweet that this was historic, adding, While these issues have already been discussed informally at various high-level forums, this is the first ever dedicated ministerial-level multilateral meeting on non-medical cannabis regulation. The countries all released a joint statement after the meeting and said, A structured multilateral exchange on the vast spectrum of cannabis-related issues contributes to sharing knowledge, best practices and experiences, and fostering finding solutions. The countries released a joint statement after the meeting and said, A structured multilateral exchange of the vast spectrum of cannabis-related issues contributes to sharing knowledge, best practices and experiences, and foster finding solutions. This first structured multilateral exchange is meant to facilitate further consultations regarding regulations of cannabis for non-medical and non-scientific uses. Canada federally legalized cannabis in their country in 2018. 
Since then, they've been a source of information for America, as the states here move through legalization measures and the country works toward federal legalization. Canada has recently been dealing with lower cannabis sales numbers, some shops closing and job layoffs. However, there have been some positive changes lately. In April, Canadian cannabis sales were trending upward, and with 420 falling that month, it gave a huge boost to sales numbers. The group Statistics Canada has just updated their adult-use cannabis sales figures and show that sales have increased again from April to May, even without May having a 420 holiday. Figures show that there was a modest increase in sales for the majority of Canada's 10 provinces. The Yukon Territory was the only location where sales shrink, and that was only by 0.7%. Overall, very good signs, and hopefully more to come. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.